are coming to you right as the Rockets come back from the All-Star break flat with a loss against the New Orleans Pelicans. This one was hardly competitive, I would say, maybe early on when they were hitting threes somewhat uncharacteristically. But, man, this was a really rough watch. The Rockets for a while have been a rough watch. Adam, the story going into this game was that he made Udoka made the decision to not make any changes to the to the starting lineup. The starting lineup goes out there and doesn't play great. All of them hit threes early on. They're five or six from three early to start. They all of them got in and on the party, but they weren't good overall, man. By the by, the middle of the second quarter, the defense is falling apart. What were your impressions of how the Rockets came back from this All Star break with this loss to the Pelicans? Well, they haven't lost yet. It's a twenty six point game with under eight to play. So. Well, by the by the by the time we by the time we press record on this bad boy, they will have lost. They will have they will have certainly lost. There's there's seven minutes left, a little over seven minutes left in the game as we record. So, what what do you think overall of of what you saw from the Rockets as a, as a squad? I think it's an incredibly disappointing effort when you look at. You're coming out of the break. You played poorly when you went into the break. You started to get some guys. You, you come back, you get some guys, you get two guys healthy going into this game. Um, you talk about how you're right. You're, you know, you're on the outside looking in when it comes to the play-in, but you're there. You have, you know, last year they were 15 and a half games back of the last play-in spot when they came out of the break. This year, they're three and a half games out. Again, it's a tall task, especially in the West, but it's there for them. And if not for a very fluky, first quarter where they made seven threes this is a team that does not shoot the three well especially on the road if it's not for a seven three point three pointer first quarter this is a 30 or 40 point game I mean that's just how um poor that they were in this one and if you are Ime Udoka you've got to be incredibly disappointed with what you saw just because you look now their next five games are against Phoenix and Oklahoma City so like they are there, so they're going to be twenty-four and thirty-one after this game. And would it shock you if they are twenty-four and thirty-six in what a week and a half? I, I don't think so. So I mean, it's uh, this is not what you wanted to see coming out of the break. Is a game like this? Somebody asked me a couple of days ago, Adam, if I thought the Rockets still had a chance to make the play-in, or if they should, you know, kill their expectations of them going to the play-in. And I said, I said, look. You shouldn't kill that expectation because that was the expectation going into the season. But the reality of it is, like, you can hold them accountable to their own stated goals and expectation. But the reality of it is, out of the teams that are competing for the play-in, out of the top 10 teams in the Western Conference, and really we're talking about the top 12, or <laughs> it's hard to say top 12 when there's only so many teams in there. But when you're talking about the field, they are the worst of the teams that are competing for those spots. Like they like they that's how it feels right now. And I and watching the game, watching this game on Thursday night, the feeling of it was it, it was sort of like crystallized. It was sort of like put into perspective of, hey, like even when they're doing some of the things well that they don't normally do. And I thought early in the game, the issue with like I thought part of their, you know, look, rebounding is a part of the defense, right? But I thought they defended okay early early on and it just fell apart um but but man they were getting out rebounded like they couldn't board for anything and that's been a theme recently you can't rebound you're not physical enough you didn't really do enough at the deadline to address that so 
you know, like all of these things compound. You can't defend. You can't rebound. Even And so even when you shoot it well, even when you have that fluky first quarter that they had, they, it, it didn't really feel like it did much for them because they couldn't t- take care of things on the other end uh, defensively and on the board. So just overall, it's disappointing, as you say, but it is also kind of sobering in realizing that this team just is not good enough. Well, they gave up – they they made seven threes in the first quarter and we're still losing. I mean, that's kind of all you need to know. Like, if you make seven threes in a quarter, you should not be losing, and that's what happened today. Um, I, I think that – so you say they're probably the worst of the 12. I think they're probably better than Utah right now because Utah is kind of – Utah traded a bunch of guys. You know, they were sellers basically at the deadline as they look to, towards the future. So I think they're better than Utah, but they are the worst of the 11 that are left. But I think that was always going to be the case. I think that they went into the season as the worst of that group. That's what we talked about before the season started, where we said that the deck was really stacked against them for getting into that top 10 because of how good everyone else is. And the fact that they might finish 11th, I think, does, in a sense, turn into a little bit of a victory. But it's disappointing that the the way that they have played really the last now 28 games, they were 15 and 12, eighth place uh, through 27 games, and now the last games after tonight they are going to be nine and 19 like that's 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 just not good enough obviously it's not good enough um but i think that it's important for them to continue to go for the play-in it really does not do them any good to try you know to tank these last however many games and now there's a little bit of a scuffle here uh between looks like valenciano i gotta uh, oh jose alvarado of course was in the mix there but it doesn't do them any good to essentially tank these last 27, I think it's 27 games that are left because, again, they don't control their pick. And so, uh, like, you're just going to get, you're just going to help Oklahoma City with their draft you know, spot and maybe you get a few more ping pong balls here and there. But I do think it's important for them to continue to play this thing out, continue to play important games down the stretch because I think that that will help them moving forward. Yeah, it just – as far as like the expectation part of it, though, I, I felt like expectations were starting to change when maybe they were out kicking their coverage a little bit early on in the season. But the things that led them on or led them off to a strong start, the things that they were doing well at the time are just not things that they seem to do well now. Now we understand what all of the reasons for that might be. They haven't been healthy like their their starting five has not been healthy over the last 25, 30 games or so. Like we understand that. This was the first game where they get all of those guys back. And you mentioned that, how it was disappointing to see how they played under those circumstances. But they're not doing the thing like they're, they're the little things, the way that they have played, I think, is the the disappointing part about it, because you feel like if they did still defend, if they were still, you know, competing the way that they were early on in the year, that they would look a lot. Obviously, they would look a lot better and they would have a lot better chance to be in that play in. And then obviously some of the players that haven't lived up quite to the expectation. I think I, I feel like Fred Van Bleet has given everything that you want from a leadership standpoint and from, you know, from from the from a veteran standpoint and just and from a performance standpoint, I, I feel like it's something that is has been reliable, but but I wouldn't say has been good enough. Certainly not tonight. In this game, was it good enough? Him coming off the injury. Um and, and obviously Jalen Green, who we talked about at nauseum, like like there are there are just elements of this that have just not lived up to the expectation or the standard 
Well, specifically for this game, 16 turnovers with 642 to go in the fourth quarter. That is very unlike them. You know, they have actually, that's been probably one of the biggest areas of growth with this team has been the turnovers and Van Vliet had four of them. Again, that's very unlike him. Maybe that's some rust. You know, he hasn't played in a game in what, two and a half weeks. So maybe that's to be expected. Um, the rebounding obviously was bad early, but I, I think the one thing that you can kind of point to is just, there's just a lack of physicality and they are getting just completely overwhelmed physically in this game by Jonas Valanciunas and Zion Williamson. And that is a problem. And there it's to the point it's difficult when you have Jabari Smith jr. Out there playing the four, because when you play big teams like this, he's going to get overwhelmed. And you saw that today uh, when they played against Zion Williamson earlier in the year, they couldn't put um, Jabari Smith Jr. Jabari Smith Jr. is on the bench uh, at the end of the game because they didn't trust him against Zion. Uh, in this game, it was Dylan Brooks basically on Williamson, and that's that's a really tough ask of Dylan Brooks. And then the guy, your center, who's supposed to be physical, he's getting completely overwhelmed physically by Valanciunas. So it's that's just you know a bunch of stuff that just really can't happen, and they could not take advantage of some of the deficiencies that you know you. Uh, as good as Williamson and Valanciunas are on one end of the floor, you should be able to take advantage of them on the other end of the floor. And the Rockets were unable to do that. So uh, again, it, it's a really disappointing game. There's really nothing good. I mean, maybe Amin Thompson played well, maybe you can take something good out of that. But I mean, for the most part, if this is, this is not what you're looking for coming out of the break when you still have an opportunity to make the plan. Yeah, the physicality part about it stands out, and it has for a while now. I mean, I think that's something that we've talked about a lot, damn near as much as we talked about Jalen Green. Like, we, we've talked about how they just don't match up physically. They don't, they don't have – I mean, we talked about that in the offseason. You know, it's just – it's been a, a constant theme, and it's just, you know, just reaffirmed itself over time. I, how does that fix itself? Is it just like Stephen – so you – traded for Steven Adams and now that's going to fix itself over the offseason like like I, I'm, I'm very curious on how that even gets addressed like how, how do they where does that physicality come from especially for a Udoka team that I, I feel like that's like that's going to really bother him he's going to demand that well it should bother him. I mean this is a guy who really preaches toughness and his team got, is getting out toughed right now and like great they got Steven Adams like you said that doesn't help you the next 27 games so are you going to completely get outclassed in the toughness department over the last 27 games? Or are you going to step up and do something about it? And, you know, the good news for them, the next couple, you know, the next five games are not against like the most physical teams in the world, but those are still really good teams. So I just like, that's got to come from within. Like you're either tough or you're not tough. And the guys that they have right now, they either, you know, take that challenge and they match the toughness of the other team or, you see what happened tonight. And so that's the alternative. And so I believe they play new Orleans again this season. I'll, I'll double check that, but I mean, uh, you got to show more than what you should. Look, look, it, 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 it is to me inexcusable though. Like when we talk about holding to a standard and, and what's not good enough, like a team and, and maybe, you know, you can put, put a little bit of this on the front office as well. But a team coached by Ime Udoka with Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Bleed on it should not have physicality issues, toughness issues, like like things like that. Like, and, and I'm not saying it's always effort. It's not for lack of trying, 
but you can't have all of these like bona fide tough guys as kind of like front facing figures of your franchise and then come out there and get bullied like that. Like to me, that's just like inconsistent with the branding and, and with the messaging. Like, no, nah, at the very, very least, we know y'all are not that talented or we're still trying to figure out how talented you are because you're really young in the places where you're supposed to be talented, right? So we're still trying to figure out how talented you are. But when you bring in MAU Doka, you know, as the as the leader of your franchise and you have Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet as your marquee offseason free agent signings, I need to see a little bit more toughness and physicality from the basketball team, man. That's just that that that's me is not good enough. Well, Van Vliet is a six foot tall point guard. Yeah. And Brooks is yeah, and he got stepped on it. I feel bad for him because he got his shot blocked and got stepped on by Zion Williamson. Couldn't so, have felt good. so you're talking about a wing who mostly plays along the perimeter, and then you're talking about a point guard who's six feet tall. You know, like your big guys are the ones that need to bring the physicality. Your yeah. center needs to be the one to bring the physicality. Your four man needs to be the one to bring the physicality, and neither one of them did that in this game. So. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah, and they need to bring them in. And that's part, that's why I mentioned about the front office part, because I think we know what those guys are or who those guys are, the ones that we're talking about. So I thought there was a responsibility to kind of bring in, like to, to acknowledge, and maybe it's just that we talked about this on the last podcast, how, you know, certain deals probably just weren't there. You know, they didn't want to just make a deal for the sake of it or make a bad deal because they thought they, you know, needed to fill this hole or whatever it was. But, man, it it, it is so glaring and obvious when you watch them. You know, well, you mentioned the physicality. We talked about it before, and they're getting beat up in this game, man. It's just a, it's just a bad look. Like, you're right. Like, they can't <laughs> – it's a it's a check that they can't necessarily cash. Like they can be as tough as they want to be, but they can't guard Valanciunas. They can't guard Zion Williamson. I I get that, but damn it, bring in somebody that can protect the that can protect the damn basket at some point. You know, um, like like I feel like they just gotta have that. So so that that, that is obviously the the letdown from the Rockets coming out of the break is just having these guys back and not being able to show anything better than you know, double digit, double digit deficit throughout most of the game, you know, after say, you know, the, the, the first quarter or whatever it was when they, when they were lucky hitting the threes, you know, defense falls apart about midway through the second quarter and it's just shot to hell from there. So real disappointing. I I do want to ask you at least the positive part about this game. I thought, let me just throw one more thing out there because this this goes back to the very beginning of the season. And Yudoka said, Got to stay away from 30-point quarters. Don't like 30-point quarters. Ooh, what yes. First quarter, 31. Second yep. quarter, 32. Third oh, quarter, yeah. 38. I mean, yeah. that, that's it right there. Like, you, you talk about defense, and you give up back-to-back-to-back 30-point third quarter, and it got progressively worse as the game went along. And, and I will say one other thing. Uh, I do think one interesting thing that comes out of this game, uh, we talk about toughness, we talk about defense. Jay Sean Tate was a DNP for the first three quarters of this game. So it's kind of clear that he is kind of the odd man out uh, in this rotation at the moment. Yeah. Well, I kind of assume that anyway, you know, from the trade deadline, like I, I know they kept, kept him in everything, but it, it seemed like his, and especially with the rise of Cam Whitmore, 
you know, I, I figured like it's it, from the number standpoint, it just wasn't going to be a, a lot of room for him 